This is an All Ears English podcast episode 741. Was the party fun or not boring? How culture might influence what you say. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. Today, we got a fascinating question from a listener. How does your home culture influence the way you express your opinions about things? Find out today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Michelle, how are you doing today? What's up? Hey, Lindsay, I am pretty good. I am pretty good. Excited to be recording today. How are you? Me too. I am happy to be back on the microphone. We took a week off last week, so it's good to hear your voice again and good to record an episode. Yeah, you too. You too. How have you been? I've been good. I've been good. And it's also so good to to read amazing reviews from our listeners. So we're going to start off, guys, today by thanking our reviewers. So I want to say a huge thank you to Meowkisa1592, Nabar from USA, Marco7000 from Brazil, Vietnam Loves America from Vietnam, (laughs) and Abounza from USA. Who else, Michelle? Who else reviewed us in the iTunes store? I'm sorry for my pronunciation. Rafael... Chacon from Brazil, <laughs> um, <laughs> J- J- Jerui uh, T- Chang from Taiwan, Jasmari mm-hmm. 92 from Italy, um, and someone mm-hmm. I can't read the writing, but from Korea. Mm-hmm. And thank you to Renan Azuos from USA. Thank you so much for these reviews. We love them. You guys are awesome. And if you want your name announced on the show, just like these guys, go on over and review us. And I also want to remind you guys to subscribe to the transcripts, but also subscribe to our show in iTunes. If you come back to our show every day, but you haven't hit that subscribe button, it's so much easier if you just subscribe so that you can get it in your feed every day. So make sure you do that, guys. That's really important. Okay. Very cool. And we also got a nice voice review from Johnny Olivier era from brazil i believe so thank you to him yes, <laughs> lots thank of things you. to announce today michelle thank i also want to remind you guys yeah i want to remind you guys also that you can still get our special deal from italki if you want to go over and find a native teacher you can go to allearsenglish.com forward slash i-t-a-l-k-i when you register there you'll get ten dollars in free credits after your first lesson okay michelle let's dive into it so what are we talking about today well, we got an interesting listener question. Um, yeah, and, uh, yeah. it's kind of, it's a cool, like, linguistic question, right, Lindsay? 
It's a really cool, like if anyone's into sociolinguistics or cultural linguistics, which I think we are, you know, we're interested in the, I am at least, we're interested in the nature of language and why we say things the way we do, right? Because it's not always arbitrary. There's a reason that we phrase things in the way we do. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. So this kind of touches on that. So it's a really interesting question. So um, would you like me to read it? Yeah, why don't we just dive into it, Michelle? If you could read it, and then we will try to, ooh, we'll take our best stab at it here. <laughs> okay, here okay. we go. All right. Hi, Michelle and Lindsay. First of all, thank you so much for your great podcast. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> My name is Fabrice. I'm French, and I've been living in the U.S. for almost four years now in Chicago. In spite of this time of emerge of immersion, I've yet uh, to achieve my goal of being bilingual and your podcast really helps a lot. It's a pleasure wow. to listen to you every day. You often make me smile and I learn so much without even noticing it. Thank you. I love that. Cool. That's so cool. <laughs> That's the goal. We want you guys to be learning, but not knowing that you're actually learning. <laughs> right. Um, <Awesome. clears throat> two years ago, I married an American. Uh, congratulations on your wedding, <laughs> which has mm. helped me a lot to improve my English, obviously. <laughs> However, because <laughs> of the language gap, we argue once in a while. Uh-oh. <laughs> One of the yeah. things... Uh, he keeps, uh, make me noticing is that I use a lot of negative forms. For example, instead of saying I had a great time, I'd rather say it wasn't boring. Or instead of it's warmer today, I would say it's less cold. I think it's a French habit that it's hard for me to get rid of. And my question is, do Americans really avoid speaking with negative forms? Would you have tips to mm. give to people regarding this topic if it is relevant. Thanks again for taking the time to read my question and eventually to answer it. Best regards. Wow. Okay. That was like, that's <clears> a really, really cool question. <clears throat> really, this is one of the cooler questions that we've had in a long time. This is a, a really cool question. And because it's such a cool question, I mean, there's no easy answer, right? We're going to take a stab at it today. We're going to tell you what we think, you know, some just theories. We're going to pull in some research. But, you know, there's no definitive answer here, right? It could be a number of things. What's your first thought, Michelle, initially, before we even dive into what we're going to talk about? What do you what do you feel when you hear this question? What comes to mind? Um, I guess, uh, you know, like outlook, uh, maybe yeah. the, the cultural mm-hmm. outlook. But, you know, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to generalize. But um, it's, uh, what yeah. about you? Mm. Well, it's hard. I mean, that's the first thing I want to say. I mean, anytime that we're going to be talking about languages and cultures, there's going to be some we have to ins- find a way to talk about groups, but we want to be careful about stereotyping. Right. right? We, we might be trying to draw some conclusions or some hypotheses about certain groups, different cultural groups, but we don't want to assume everyone's going to do things the same way, guys. So that's just the, the clarifier that we're going to put out Absolutely. there from the beginning to make sure that no one gets upset today. We don't want to pigeonhole anyone. I love that expression, to pigeonhole. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean, Michelle? Pigeonhole. It's like to put you into one section or... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we're aware of the danger here, guys, but we're going to move forward and do our best to answer the question anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I can understand. So I guess um, this, this this person is married to an American person. And so this person's partner always says things in kind of an American way, like, oh, it was warm today. I, I could see myself as an American getting a little bit like feeling a little almost like a little bit let down if the other person doesn't seem to feel the same amount of excitement about something that may be where the partner's coming from 
in terms right. of do you think that michelle yeah oh yeah yeah oh, yeah for sure and, I, and i'd feel like right oh i want you to be excited too but even though you yeah. are excited it sounds like you're <clears throat> the language you're using leads your le- leads your spouse to think that you're not <laughs> Exactly. And that's the interesting thing. It doesn't mean that you and your heart are not necessarily excited. It just means that your culture and your language has created a structure that you may be translating directly into English, right? And there's reasons in your culture, and I guess it's French culture, that for that being that structure. So, <laughs> I mean, there's two things that came to my mind when I thought about this. We, we, we thought maybe it would be a couple things. Our cultural value towards positivity in the U.S. is the first thing. Uh-huh. And the second thing is exaggeration in our language, right? And the, we're actually going to focus in on number one first, the positivity aspect. But the second piece is important, too, right? I mean, where does that come from, Ms. Michelle? Exaggeration. What do you think? Um, well, you know, maybe it's related. Well, let's see. Oh, well, about rewards, right? Like, we're always, like, hyping mm-hmm. things up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think yeah. our, our market system too, our, our, the free market system, it's so, True. we are such an individualistic success based culture, especially when it comes to money. I mean, if you, you live in New York, right? I mean, you can see it everywhere. You see it in the ads. You see it in, on TV. Everything is like bigger is better. Right. Exaggerate everything. Buy right. this, get that, do that, win this, right? Yeah. That's yeah. kind of an attitude that I think our, our, economy has kind of created in some ways. Hmm. Very interesting, Lindsay. You should write a book on this. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like, yeah, I mean, this this culture we we strive to achieve and I think that has to go, has to have something to do with the way that we we exaggerate things and also self-promotion, that kind of thing. So, but today we're going to focus more on number 1, this idea of positivity in American culture. So, we've already talked about kind of our the danger of stereotyping here. But today's example, we're actually going to look at an example contrasting American culture with Chinese culture. Mm. So this is going to be interesting. Um, but th- I mean, I know that in the United States, we we don't like negative talk. I mean, mm. Michelle, do we have any phrases in our in our culture about just getting away from negative talk? Do you know well, any of those? Yeah. Well, yeah, like Debbie Downer. <laughs> exactly. So what is that? Right. Debbie so don't Downer? be a Debbie Downer. It's like, don't be like <laughs> the person where everybody is like, actually, there was a there was a skit on Saturday Night Live about this. Do you remember? Really? Yeah. I no, be- I didn't see it. That sounds cool. Yeah. And it's just like, don't be like, you know, everybody is excited about something. And then you bring up like the one bad point <laughs> and you exactly. kind of bring the group down. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Exactly. So this is inner language. So we know it's a cultural value because we say it as a phrase. We say, don't be a Debbie Downer or nobody likes a Debbie Downer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Debbie is Deborah. That's a name. OK. And a downer is someone who brings you down. What's another one that we use to to get people thinking on the positive side? Mm-hmm. Well, we say, like, think on the bright side. <laughs> Yeah, or look on the bright side. Or look right? on the bright side. Right, right, right. Look on the bright side, mm-hmm. blah, 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 right? 
Yeah. And we might also say like, well, the good news is mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Very common way to start a phrase. Right. Okay? Right, right, right. Or um, we might say you need to stay positive, right? Like maybe yeah, if like somebody if, gets sick or something ahead. like that and you say like, you need mm-hmm. to stay positive. Everything's going to be good or something like that. Exactly. Exactly. So those are four examples of how, yeah, we definitely do. I think in the States, we lean towards this positive leaning in our phrases. Mm-hmm. I mean, so let's go back to the question. You know, why did this listener ask us, you know, why would one person come back from a party and say it wasn't boring? Another person would come back and say, I had a great time. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes it's a matter of degree. Like Americans could say, well, it wasn't boring. Right. right? And what? What would that mean, Michelle? It means it wasn't boring, but it wasn't fun. Exactly. But I think what our listener here today is asking, like, this listener is assuming the two people feel the same way. Exactly. Right? Right. Exactly. So So by saying it wasn't boring and especially, I mean, yeah, like that tone of voice, it wasn't boring, right? I mean, maybe (laughs) um, our listener isn't saying it like that. I'm imagining how uh, they would say it like, it wasn't boring if... (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know I'm trying to I would have to hear the intonation but I imagine that uh, maybe that also goes along with it that's a good point exactly so in this example that we just used with this intonation well it wasn't boring right that actually means it was it wasn't that great right because that is a matter of degree oh it was great it was okay it wasn't boring right (laughs) that's a matter of degree that americans would use too but we were talking about a slightly different thing so sometimes it maybe it actually does come down to the way we see the world and our culture that may just be what's going on here you know so i was looking around online um and i found an article from stanford university news by professor jean sai she's the director of the culture and emotion lab at stanford so i'll link to it in the blog guys but i have a quote a few quotes here from the article. And Michelle, would you go ahead and read the quote for me? Sure. Um, Okay. So this is by Clifton Parker. And it says, um, culture teaches us uh, which emotional states to value, which can in turn shape the emotions we experience, said Stanford psychology Mm. professor Janine Tsai, director of the Culture and Emotion Lab on campus. Stanford psychology postdoctoral fellow Tamara Sims was the lead author on the research paper, which was published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology. Sims noted that a number of studies... Should I keep reading? Sure, sure. Let's do it. Yeah, this is good. Sims noted that a number of studies by other researchers have shown that people from Chinese and other East Asian cultures are more likely to feel both negative and positive or mixed emotions during good events, such as doing well on an exam. On the other hand, Mm. American uh, Americans of European descent are more likely to just feel positive during good events. Hmm. Hmm. Sai said, uh, this is explained by cultural differences in models of the self. Americans tend to be more individualistic and focus on standing out, whereas Chinese tend to be more collectivistic, (laughs) focusing on fitting in. In multicultural societies like ours, this can lead to deep misunderstandings. For instance, Americans might view Chinese who feel bad during good events as being depressed. 
when in fact mm. they are feeling how their cultural how, how their culture expects them to feel. In an, yeah, just in stopping an, right there. That's yeah, interesting. Sorry. Just just to stop you, thanks, Michelle. Just to stop you there. I mean, that's interesting. I feel like even though we're talking about Chinese culture and American culture, I couldn't find any examples of French culture. But we're just looking at different cultural frames, right? I mean, this idea uh, Americans might view Chinese who feel bad during good events as being depressed, mm-hmm. right? I mean, see, it's like we're seeing the events differently, and then we're taking our own frames and. And and kind of looking at the way that person views that same thing, right? It's interesting. Mm. Yeah. Right, right, mm. right. Exactly. Okay. All right. So we're uh, in an interview. Is that where I stopped? Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. In an interview, Sim said, although Americans know what it's like to look for the good and the bad, the silver lining that, yeah, I was thinking about that phrase. They are less yeah. likely to see the bad and the good compared to Chinese. Hmm. Ah. So one more time, let me say that again. So Ameri- uh, although Americans know what it's like to look for the good in the bad, the silver lining, they're less likely to see the bad in the good. That's really interesting. Do you think this might play in here somewhere? Perhaps. I mean, yeah, I think that... Um yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just thinking about myself. If I'm having a good time, I'm I'm only focused <laughs> on having a good time. Unless unless it's like a Sunday, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, and it's I'm like Sunday having a great blues. time. But I'm like, oh, no, Sunday <laughs> night, even though I don't really have too much of the Monday blues. But like, there's always like this he- sense oh, no. of like, oh, the weekend's over. And oh, so, that's so they call that the yeah, the mo- the Sunday night dread, right? Yeah, or like I'm just thinking of okay, if I'm having <clears throat> since I don't live near my family, like sometimes when I'm visiting, I'm thinking like, oh, this is so much fun. Oh no, it's almost over. So it's also just optimist and pessimistic ideas, and yeah. so it can also be very <clears throat> individual. So I, I mean, yeah. I think that I, hmm, I don't know. I guess in those ways, I, I think maybe. I don't know, but it's very interesting. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that I'm never able to like feel any like, s- like kind of bad feeling <laughs> when I'm having a good time. I don't know. Sure. I guess it just comes down to your personality. Although I yeah. am very cheerful. Don't get, don't get me wrong. I'm very happy. <laughs> you, you are very cheerful and. And yeah, exactly. So I think this is probably a combination of factors, right? There's got to be some personality in this. There's also culture in this because mm-hmm. our culture creates our language and vice versa. And so, I don't know, when I was in graduate school, I thought it was interesting to look at the way that our culture creates the way we say things. Oh, yeah. You know what I, I mean? Our, create, our culture creates the, the structure sometimes in our language, right? We see that in different languages that are structured differently. So there's got to be some cultural influence. It could also be a matter of your life situations. Mm-hmm. Right. But just the fact that the American partner in this couple might look at the way that the French partner is saying that and look at that as being kind of negative says that we've got some kind of cultural difference going on here, right? Yeah. Yeah, that is so interesting. Well, anyways, we want to know what you guys think. I mean, we've taken a little bit of a stab at it. This is something we could talk about for hours. (laughs) Right. I find this fascinating, right? But what do you guys think? Like, if you're from France, I mean, do you agree with what the listener asked? If you're from China, what do you think about the study? What have you guys seen in different cultures as you've traveled? And again, we're not trying to stereotype here, but we do think it's important to look at culture and be aware of how we see the world so that we know that not everyone's sees it that way. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Very interesting. Very interesting question. 
So interesting. So no definitive answer, but we've tried to start to get you guys thinking in one direction or another. So you guys can take this in your own way and explore this on your own. Very cool. Come back to our blog, guys. Come back to 741. Leave a comment. Tell us what you think. And remember, if you want to discuss things like this with a native English speaker from the US or from England, for example, you can get that person at italki. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash I-T-A-L-K-I. Register there and we'll send you $10 to go towards your second lesson. All right, Michelle, we are out. Let's call okay, it a day. Have a good one. Thank you. You too. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.